We've officially begun, but we have not begun with music. I would like to play something because we I wanted Bethany was very upset with the with the Friday intro. She wanted to retire uh this. Oh, I missed that. I missed that. So I would like to run I'd like to run two suggestions. Uh, by one is is more of a, a timely thing, so it might not work. The other is a possibility. So I will I will go with the timely one. Uh, there is um, a pitcher in baseball who who has a walkout song, and I, I guess it's, it's an EDM track, but it's kind of unique. And they got the guy who made it to come do it live, and nice. the place went nuts. So. <laughs> And I guess like That's it's awesome. it's got millions of views and streams, so maybe you know it. But let me play "Narco" for you by Timmy Trumpet, okay? Wow. Okay. Just give it it. Give it something. It's giving me hype. Okay. Oh yeah. I got who I'm talking about here. When's it gonna drop? There you go. Oh. <laughs> So there you go. That is amazing. You, I'll you know see, what? I'll send you the video. I, it's neat to see. I literally can imagine like some beefcake gym bro like getting real hype before a deadlift listening to this song. And when that yep. voice comes in, just like breaking his whole back. Uh, uh-huh. Phil, make sure you are close to your microphone, please. Oh, okay. Okay. And here's the next one. Um, you might know it. It, it seen, I think it's been in a bunch of movies and whatnot. And here we go. <laughs> Do you know what, Eric? That's a classic. We used to use that one. I, I yeah. was just gonna say. I think that was a, a morning rush intro. Uh, the cal- yeah. the gal- uh, galvanized, but the Chemical Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I think I like the Horn Boy. Uh, I, that'll that'll burn out real fast, though. I mean, yeah, it depends. It depends on where you cut it at, right? If you cut right. it right where it drops and the horn comes in, that can get you real tight yep. for a good podcast. Absolutely. Uh, uh, let's get right. So I have a bunch, I have a potpourri of things to get to, but we we really needed to convene yesterday for an emergency podcast with our London podcast correspondent, as uh, something that has truly shaken the globe. Um, and we'll get to the meaner but also funnier side of the death of Queen Elizabeth. Um, and I guess, you know what, yesterday, it's nice to react in the moment, but now it having been a, a day later, Philip, what's, uh, what, what was the vibe like yesterday? What's it like now? So like the vibe yesterday was very, oh my God, shock, which shocked me because she was 96 years old. <laughs> right. So, um, I think it was that, but you know what, it, it's been this whole thing of, when did she actually die? Because yeah. a lot of people believe that until her son and her grandsons were there, they weren't going to say anything. And she probably died in her sleep and they found her. Some people believe that she like was kept alive until they got there in her last breath. Or some people believe that as soon as the doctors had said something, she had already passed away, but they obviously had to wait. So nobody knows. I, I wondered that simply because I saw a post that she was ill and then like, yeah, an hour later, she was gone, and I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> Philip." I'm let, like, "That was quick." Let me throw a more wild theory out there because all those are very plausible, and there's nothing salacious about it. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about she died on August 28th? Well, think about this. Think about this. She did Tuesday. Um, she shook the hand of the new prime minister, so we know that she was alive and kicking on Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? Did, did so she you? Was, it, did you see her what? face or did you only yes. see some? Okay. 
We saw her face and her standing, but even Danny said, because Danny watched the whole thing and saw a bunch of pictures, that she looked really ill. Like, she looked really pale, more frail and hunched over than she ever had been. And the reason they had her out at that, that palace in Scotland was because that was, like, her favorite place to be, and she was trying to get comfortable. So I think that, like, mm-hmm. they everyone knew. You know, it was like, she knew it was coming. Um, What about what about today? What's the vibe like? I, I'm sure there's... Um, they have to plan the end. There's like a 10-day celebration of life or something? Yeah. So, okay. So, real quick. Like, there's this huge divide within this, the country of United Kingdom, right? Not just England, but the country United Kingdom. Because nobody's forgotten the fact that her father and her grandfather, like, colonized the majority of the world. Especially these territories that they have here on this continent. Like, Scotland, Wales, Ireland. Like, People are pissed. And when she died, everybody's like, oh, so sad, blah, blah, blah. Some people are like, mm, she's 96. Some people are like, ah, great. I'm not about to sit here and mourn a colonizer. I'm not going to be disrespectful because at the end of the day, we all know that she was somebody's wife, mother, and grandmother. And she was a woman and she did her job. But like, as far as a monarchy and a whole colonizing regime, um, a lot of people are just kind of like torn between it. I think the feelings... Go ahead. She didn't, and I, I saw this online, and I didn't think you were going to bring this up this quickly. And I'll see if I can play the Irish video. And Bethany, I, I sent the, the stuff to you as well. I was shocked. I, it was a, when you sent that to me. It was a it was an amazing party, and it took me way too long to uh, understand what Irish Twitter was. But and again, <laughs> look, first of all, every like just about every leader of a country, good or definitely bad, on earth has been responsible for some awful things in fact the only time Mm -hmm. i had any respect for the last guy was when he sat on a tv interview and was talking about like something like operations in the middle east somewhere and he was like you don't want to know what we're doing over there because it's some pretty horrid stuff um but i don't she was a symbolic thing. I don't. She, I don't think yes. she could have walked yes. back anything that her her father and grandfather yes. did. She had no power. Do you know what it was too? It's like a lot of people are saying that all she did was take over what her father started. Like the fact that it was, I think her father or her grandfather, I forget which one it was, when they decided to essentially. T- become symbols and to give the power over to the government that's when like they basically started to get a stipend as being a royal family they really didn't have any power so all she did was basically keep the monarchy together that was her whole job was to make sure that the corporation the firm that is the monarchy did not fall apart and i mean like she did her job do you know what i mean so but Go, the Irish thing go do you have do you have it uh i'm gonna have to pull it up here um okay so you also must understand, so my husband comes from Belfast, and there is the religious situations where if you're Presbyterian, you're basically British, where if you're Catholic, then you're considered to be Irish. And like the South Irish people, Republican of Ireland, like don't care for England and the Queen and the monarchy whatsoever. So that thing from Dublin, you know, and then the people who are Catholics in the north of Ireland, Ireland, Ireland excuse me, wow, words are hard. Um, they are just like... <laughs> They just like they don't care. They're kind of like elated, and they're not going to sit on their pedestals and be like "boo hoo, the queen is dead." If anything, they're going to be like "aha." But knowingly, there's now this man coming in who, you know, is worse because he's a man. So there's that. <laughs> uh, somebody pushed, Somebody sent to me because we both we have a, a mutual friend who uh, doesn't work and lives off his wife, who makes a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. he he shared with us. Uh, Man gets first job at 73 years old. Well, the King Charles. Um, so look up Irish Twitter. You'll see a lot of uh, TikTok and dancing videos in elation, although I, I don't know what it was. But this was, a, I guess, at a soccer, yeah, was it a, de- oh, sorry, a football match in Dublin. Yeah. Um, it's been viewed seven, seven and a half million times. Oh, Uh, it might be hard. Might be hard to hear, so I'll translate. Uh, they were chanting "Lizzie's in a box." Yeah. Do you know what? Like, I would tell you something. When you're in the tube here, when you're in the subway here in London, and there's a football match happening somewhere, and you hear a bunch of lads 
chanting in the background or they get on your your car and they're chanting it literally like makes you feel really uncomfortable but i tell you what like i have never laughed at one and i know it's rude but i did laugh at this one because that is thousands of people chanting that because of how they feel about the monarchy it's really harsh like it is that's really harsh but i i get like like i the people who live in indiana or elsewhere and are complaining about the colonization of her ancestors people I think, in indiana yeah, yeah well i was on twitter today and every people were talking like they, like people who don't live there were talking about how she was a colonizer how are we gonna oh, how, and i'm like like you are not you did not pay attention in european history or any of the last like 20 years of anything with the uh the monarchy there um you know what like honestly a lot of people do understand that what that family did so like i told you before like they won't celebrate like a lot of people are the fact that this this white family has lost their grandmother but at the same time they're not gonna be disrespectful but people think it's disrespectful because they aren't celebrating it because they aren't coming out of their way to mourn the fact that she passed away and that there's going to be a new king it's like first of all i'm american but above all like i'm black i know what that family did and I will tell you that it did hit me a little bit and I got a bit sad for like mm, 15 minutes. But I was like, at the same time, like, I don't know this woman. It's like the woman next door. If she passed away, like, I'm gonna be a little bit sad because I know that she had a family. But at the same time, rest in peace? I, Question I, mark? I, look, I don't I don't know my Queen Elizabeth history, but I'm, I'm fairly certain she wasn't any more... I'm sure her, her again. Her ancestors were far more responsible for these tra- horrific transgressions um, yeah. than she was. Um, that, but I can understand like the stuff in Ireland because I, I have a little bit of knowledge, and Danny probably has all of it. Um, because those people who were probably very young people and not experienced anything, but their their family, their fathers and grandfathers probably dealt with some real painful things from the way yeah. Eng- England used to run Ireland. Yeah. I didn't know Danny was from Belfast. I, I yeah. can't I can't believe you can even understand him. <laughs> but you know what? Like I said, it's a difference. So Danny was raised Presbyterian. So they speak with a more of an English accent than they do an Irish accent. If you find the Catholic boys who come from Belfast, they sound like they're from Dublin. There's a whole like different kind of accent there, to be fair. You have an accent now, Philip. I keep hearing it. Really? Uh, the, I don't have the, an accent. No, you totally do. It's not. It's not like an accent, but you have a different inflection, and exactly, the end yeah. of of some of the things you say. Next time you do it, I'll point it out. It's but very I've heard valley it a girls times to where like kind of inflects up sometimes for no reason. Like yep. I say things and they inflect. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's funny. I think it's just the time difference, or it's it's later over there. Um, mm-hmm. Look, some of the, I mean, it's its Twitter being Twitter, but yesterday, and I, I wish I had discovered it earlier because I was trying to watch the football game, but man, there were some incredible tweets. Can I, I only sent this one, <laughs> sent, sent this one to Alex. Um, <laughs> uh, the Queen saw N-words in Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and said enough is enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this world. Get me off this world. And Bethany, I I don't know. I don't think I said this to you, but I sent it to Phil. Yesterday was a great day on Twitter, but the best queen day on Twitter since like Philip, I think you were here in the studio like two or three years ago when she wore a green dress and yes, everybody was, that fo- was great. everybody was, was green, photoshopped. Greener. It was amazing. Yeah. Was it, that was like, that was like in the height of COVID because it was all digital, right? And yeah. she wore like green screening her. Like somebody, ma- they gave her a dress of like all corgis. <laughs> Yeah, well, somebody went, somebody went and visited. Was it Justin Trudeau? It was. I think it was Justin Trudeau who went and visited her, and everybody like they did some you know photo ops together. She had that green dress on, and people put Paddington Bear on her, yeah. and they put like her face <laughs> on great. her. Um, one last thing with the the funny part to this, I texted um, Bethany. You remember the Corgi Ruby, right? Oh yeah. I texted her dad last night. Um, I asked if Ruby was in mourning. Uh, he responded back, end of a Corgi era. Soon people will stop telling me I have the Queen's dog. Kind of happy about that. <laughs> like, that that's one thing. Uh, Corgis deserve better. The, the Corgi era is over now. So I, I'm sure Alex will keep Sunny, but the Corgi era is over. Hi, Do you know what's really, 
Do you know what's really, really funny? So, like, in this city, like you said, Eric, like, there is a 10-day of mourning, but they have, like, these very, um, like, renaissance rituals when it comes to the death of a, of a, of a monarch, right? Um, people are, like, firing cannons. Obviously, flags are at half-step. Every, like, official gate and or fence has, like, some kind of notice on it because they put the, keep putting these plaques on them. Uh, but the thing that I think is really strange is that there's 10 days of mourning, there's going to be a naval band that's going to like walk through the streets of London on Monday and just play music for no apparent reason. Like they're just going to play loud music raw, supposed to just like deal with it. And also, what, what was that last thing that I saw? Oh my God, I would have to find it. But it's this ridiculous tradition. Uh, oh, I don't want to say it wrong. Do you know what? Let me see if I can find it on my phone before I say it. Um, we We do stuff similar here. I remember... And and I think uh, in Russia they or maybe it was a Lenin thing like they leave the body laying in state. For That's people. what it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, so which so, is very creepy. And I and I I have a morbid curiosity. I want to see dead people, but to put them on display is a little unsettling. They're going to put this woman's body in 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 Windsor Castle for four days, so that people can go and see this body. Do you do you remember like when Michael Jackson died? Do you remember how many people laid outside of that church to go see him? There's going to be more like, than that from all around how, the world. How are you going to keep that body from smelling for four days? Chemicals. No do you know? Do you know what's really weird, Bethany, is that like in London, first of all, cemeteries are different than they are in America. But the thing that really freaks me out is that in churches, they have like certain officials, like, you know, Catholic or whatever officials and certain monarchs, dukes and duchess who are in like caskets that are above ground in churches and i don't oh, understand no, why no, all no, of us no, no. yeah like there are bones no, of no, this no. man and like jewels in a church just it, like random it was a lot easier like that's why we we were able to watch all these movies where there was like robberies of tombs in europe and other parts of the world then we started putting people underground so they couldn't steal shit yeah well that's that's the idea um we we do stuff similar i think it was in like 2000 three or four, whether it was Nixon or Reagan uh, that died and they drove him around. And I was, I didn't know that they did that, but it's not as long, but yeah, we, we too drive around the dead body. Oh my God. To really, to walk. So first of all, Windsor is not a big city. Like it's a very small town. Think of Bowling Green, like the university side of Bowling Green. That's how big Windsor is. And think of like millions of people going to BGSU, like performing arts center on one of the stages to go see a body. That's going to be so many people to do that. And then they're going to put that body into a car and they're going to drive it from Windsor all the way down to London. People are going to follow it into the city of London for this ridiculous funeral that's going to bring thousands and thousands of people from around the world into London. I need to come home. I can't be in a city for the situation. Now, you probably should flee for a little bit. You know what? If you can hit this at the right time, as people start to come in, you could probably get a really cheap flight home with all those planes going to Heathrow. Oh my God, you're not wrong at all, to be completely fair. Oh, it's so like nerve-wracking to me. One more one more funny tweet I I felt safe retweeting. Um, <laughs> I didn't retweet the N-word one. Um, nations, na- nations, everyone in England is distracted. It's the perfect time to get your stuff back from the British Museum. Listen, not wrong at all. Listen, if you guys ever come to London, we will go to the British Museum. Everything in that freaking museum is stolen. <laughs> they say no. They, they will tell you, no, we discovered it. No, you did not discover it. Somebody who made it discover it. You right. stole it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I always, it's funny because I asked you recently because I'm re-listening to an American Revolution course. And obviously we revolted in took our freedom from from the crown as did like numerous other countries and i'm just and it got me thinking one and you told me they call the american revolution there uh the american revolution as opposed to like the great loss or something like that but <laughs> yeah i just wonder if there's there's got to be somebody or something out there some website or something that tracks all the days of independence that places have won from britain do you know what though? They don't. They don't think of it as a loss. They think of it as we allowed them to have their independence. You know that, right? They don't think of it as like 
somebody had to fight to take it, they're like, oh no, we let you do that because we didn't need that space anymore. And now, now that your country is fixed, you can have it back. That's what they think. Did you watch Miss Marvel? The uh, Mrs. Miss Marvel. Yes, 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 Miss Marvel. Because yeah. I I forget what the name of it was. Um, but the pa- the divide, I think. Yeah, Pakistan and India when they became separate countries, I think that was because of they won their free- India won freedom or whatever from Britain. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And when it happened, they basically turned uh, when India won their freedom, they basically turned Pakistan against them, saying that they weren't. Uh, playing by the rules they weren't doing this they were trying to make things hard and everything else that's why like that whole war on that land happened until today is still happening the same reason why north ireland and south ireland fight it's just it's all the same crap from the same people making making people who live together fight against each other bethany you still there yep i'm here uh I am curious whenever this is broadcasted like the the main event of however they lay her to rest whatever it would be uh it will probably be the most watched most watched event in human history i mean we saw the whole thing with princess Di go down so not that it will be like that but i feel like i mean they keep saying over and over here on the news that literally most people their entire lives have never known another monarch because she's been doing it for 70 years and like a lot of mm-hmm. people from the day they were born had just known her as the queen. And people feel right. some type of way about that. And they, that's what they, they expect. And they expect that from her son now, who's probably going to do something to screw it all up because he's a screw up. So, you know, there you go. Is, is he? <laughs> he is a screw up. I mean, do you know like the history of him and Diana and his kids and how he treated them and how he is as a person? Like, I think he may be better. Don't get me wrong. Like, age comes responsibility. But you must understand, our, the, the queen, the now current queen, the consult queen, is a woman who was a mistress. You understand right. that, right? That's uh, right. C- Camilla, Camilla, right? Yeah, Camilla, yeah. And yeah. I, won't, I, won't, I won't say what people who come here call her because they say really mean things about her, but that is now their <laughs> queen, so they have to deal with it. I, I do remember learning about that when I was a kid, like very loosely. And you guys might've been too young, but I remember, yeah, it was just, it was a scandal because yeah. he was sleeping with her. Now, how, how did he treat the boys? I didn't know that he mistreated them. I wouldn't say so much to treat as if like, like he didn't, he, he really wasn't there for them. Like he, he would say that like he was a good father and he would say that he was there to support them. But like, he was more focused on, his duties, do you know what I mean? As like a, a duke or a prince, whatever it is that you want to call him at that point in time. And they just really weren't important to him. And they knew that. And that's why they always stuck with their mom. That's why they loved their mom. That's why right. they wanted to be around her more than they wanted to be around him. And even in an older age, if you think about it, he completely like pushed Harry aside. He knew what happened to his ex-wife when she died in that car crash. And he knew that the, the media and the public treated Diana. And when they started treating Harry's wife that way and he started treating Megan that way he didn't defend her he didn't stand up for her he didn't say I know what this feels like he just let Harry be basically like uh, what, what is the word like kind of excommunicated a little bit and pushed off yeah. to America he never came to his defense so it's kind of like he he's more in it for himself and he's more in it for the firm the corporation that we call it than he is for like his actual family and I think that's really sad um Who's next in line after him? Because he's seventy three years old. I, I mean, I don't. I don't oh, think he has. I'm pretty sure that he was going to die before her. That's what I'm surprised about. Right. I legit. Me too. Actually, that Charles is going to die before the Queen did. When you so re- next in line, go ahead. It, it, well, when you live a rough life like he and then the trauma, you know that can, that can that can wear on you. Is is William next? Yeah, so it's William, and then it's his oldest son, and then he has a daughter, and then he has a younger son, and then it's Harry after that. Uh, There was another tweet that I saw, something about, like, Elizabeth was just not going to stand for having a black grandbaby. Listen, she ain't want to do it, Archie. Archie going to be at the funeral playing Caribbean music, and they're going to be like, somebody get this black boy out of here. Like, they don't even know what to do with Archie. And, and you know what? It's really, really I sad. I really feel like, so when when the grandsons came to the castle or whatever in Scotland, um, their wives did not come. So William and Harry's wife didn't come. Megan stayed home and whatever the princess name, Duchess name is, like she stayed home. Kate, she stayed home as well. And I really feel like a conversation went like this. You need to be here. 
So you should keep Megan where she is. I'll keep Kate where she is. And we can all just be together for a little bit. Like, I I feel so much for um, William and for Harry because I feel like they are still brothers. But William can't step aside. Like, he, he can't put his family before he puts this firm and corporation the same way his dad couldn't. That is such a hard place to be in. It's ironic or symbolic or similarities that... Um... Game of Thrones has returned and there is a family trying to figure out what its lineage will be and just as you just described, we're going to watch it play out in some ways with the royalist family of them all. Do you know what's funny? So what's that show? The The Crown? Is that what the name? They're pausing it. Yeah, well they said they're just going to stop filming because it was supposed to be like this love letter to the queen and like her, her reign or whatever the case may be now that she's dead. They feel like they should stop. I think you're right, though. I think they're going to just pause it. And then when they feel it's appropriate to continue, they'll go all the way up until her death. And they'll make speculations like they have. So They, they stopped uh, soccer games, right? Probably all weekend. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? Like, I, I know that every some people like don't care. And I talked to Danny about it last night. But I, I know for a fact that there are going to be businesses. There are going to be things that were meant to happen this weekend and next week and the week after that are literally just going to stop and they're just not going to happen because yeah. I don't feel it. I don't understand it. But literally when I message you, Eric, and I said, people are going to be throwing themselves out on the street. They're going to, they're going to be people in this country and in this city specifically, who are going to be walking around with like black veils on for the next two weeks for some women that they did not know, have never met or never seen in person. And that just like blows my mind. I mean, it would be the equivalent to us losing a president. And I, I could, you know, I could see that. Unless, Unless it's a MAGA supporter for Donald Trump, it's not the equivalent. Listen, I love me some I love me some Obama, but if Obama was to die, if Michelle was to die, I get it. I'm sad for a few days, but I have things to do. So, like, I can't, unfortunately. Bethany, are you one of the many women who had to wake up at whatever hour of the morning to watch the royal weddings? Absolutely not. Okay. Philip... <laughs> Not a chance. Philip, you, we already know, like, we can understand what you're talking about, how people will be wearing black and, and crying for days and days because we see it here. There are those, mostly women, but there are others who who uh, have woken up at 3 o'clock in the morning to watch the royal wedding because it is, it is real-life Disney princess stuff. Do you know people, I knew people who came here during the Queen's Jubilee from America, from Toledo. I, I met two people... Two of my friends I know since I was little who flew here for the Queen's Jubilee specifically, put their kids up with their parents, got on planes, came to London, got fascinators, went and stood on like the 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 mall strip that goes up to Buckingham Palace, way in the back most likely for the Queen's Jubilee. That was like mental to me. I did not understand that situation. What was I the? Don't, ju- I don't. I don't understand how people get so obsessed. Like, where does the obsession come from? What Eric said is, is that. It's that fantasy of of royalty, of being a princess, of being a queen, of being a king. Like, you know, like people in America have always idolized that only because I think specifically we come from that. Like the country was founded by these people. And I think I might. Yes. Be, I, I might I'm sorry, not founded. I shouldn't say founded. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I might be wrong, but I think I'm on the right track here. And Philip, you, you'll know better than me because I was I kind of shrugged my shoulders when the tragedy happened to uh, Diana, I didn't grasp it. And then I was away at college at the time and I, I had other shit to worry about. Um, but she was, she was not royalty, right? She was a commoner, right? Um, she was, mm, she was a high class commoner. Like she typically, she- I think, I typically, I think at that point, they were kind of like ancestral. Like you had to be of some form of royalty. I think her mom was a duchess of, no, no, no. That was the queen. I'm so sorry. So no, like she was, she was just a commoner. She was a commoner right. who came for money. So I, and that's how they knew each other. And I, I think, but she was like a saint. Like, like think about like the the appeal of of Diana was her her service to the community. In, in my in my opinion, like I could I could see people like falling in love with her because of what she did and her personality and like who she was, but. Just, just to fall in love with somebody and obsess over somebody because of who they are, like in their bloodline, is just weird. But where where she came <laughs> from and how she rose to that stature is the Disney 
fairy tale because she was yeah. not someone who should have been marrying a, a future yes. king. So I you, don't know why she put up with him, though. You because you're you're almost a queen. And it was a thing as well to where, like, honestly, I think if she would have been queen, like, this country would have been set in a different direction. I think if they would have stayed together, uh, now King Charles would have been set in a different direction as well. But it was the same thing with Meghan. Like, I, I, you, Eric's right. Like, you have, all girls have this fantasy of that being their life. And you know that it will never come true unless you're, like, a distant cousin of that bloodline. So for her to be that, for Diana to be that, for Megan to be that, it's like a, a girl's dream come true. It makes you feel like anybody can marry a royal, which is yeah. not the case. And I, I don't know about um, the, I mean, when I think of, of monarchs, we only see usually like older pictures or, or pictures of them more when they're older or older pictures. So it's hard to tell their level of beauty. But here is this outsider, Diana, who was who marries Prince Charles, um, and she's stunningly gorgeous too. I mean, it, it yes. is literally like a Disney movie and I mean, people dislike Megan for a lot of reasons and, and I find her absolutely striking and gorgeous, but Me too. I, I don't Me remember too. ever hearing anything. Like when I thought of royalty and Kings and Queens, I thought of like reigns of terror and beheadings. And then you, then you, <laughs> then I started hearing like Prince Charles, he cheated this beautiful wife. She was just a common woman. I, it, like you said, Philip, like, coming from nothing to royalty and then being the woman that she was with the beauty she had, um, it was truly something that, it was a fairy tale written by Hollywood. And I mean, understand this, like you have to walk in certain circles to even be able to get close enough to these people. So don't get me wrong, like they're, they're not commoners like we are commoners. You know, right. like they have money, they have connections, but they're not meant to be up there, right? See, like it's, it's just a really crazy thing. And also Diana's anniversary of death was not too long ago. I think it was honestly last week or the yeah. week before when she died in that car crash. So this country was also remembering Diana and then now the queen has died. So that's why that's why I, I didn't mean to be so dismissive or callous when I said I had other shit to worry about. Like I had literally just moved away to college. Um, yeah. And I, I remember just trying to find my footing and then that that horrific car accident happened. Um all right, let's let's switch gears here a little bit, um, Philip. I want to ask you, and I'll I'll pull Bethany's opinion here. And I don't think this just has to do with COVID. I think we just maybe the ideas weren't there for the long term. So three or four years ago, everybody was throwing axes. Um, there were also <laughs> okay. there were also like retro arcade places like what mm -hmm. um reset that was opened with bar 145 and you know we did the axe throwing and now none of those seem that interesting anymore so and i asked mm -hmm. a friend who lives in new york city and then granted covid changed a lot of things i i think those things might have might have um run their course even without covid but what are not that not that you're going out as much as you used to, but what are people doing in bars for enjoyable things now or, or for nights out where the activities are drinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. When it comes down to like stuff that we were doing before, I think you're right too as well as like they played themselves out, but they're not a thing. I think um, people are doing more... I don't want to say individual or like antisocial things, but they are. So like people are now fully okay with like paying a premium to go to uh, like an, like an event or a movie to where you don't really have to be around people. I mean, there are still festivals. There are still like these interactive cinema experiences. There are still shows and theater that's going on. But honestly, I think that like a lot of people, um, I don't know, to be fair, like, I mean, house parties, maybe, maybe it's house parties. When you go out to a bar, like music is still happening. DJs are still living their best life. I, but I, you might be right. And Bethany, you let us know what you and, well, I know what you do, but friends as well. I think people have gotten not more comfortable because we were always comfortable staying home, but especially now with inflation, it is a lot cheaper to stay home. So... Um, maybe places stopped doing things that might be more expensive, like axe throwing and other, you think that they should be offering things to entice people when if people don't want to go out, nothing will entice them. They'd rather just stay home. And also you can't, like I have always said, you can't get a DUI on your couch. 
Listen, um, Denny and I have a garden, and I think that I have invited people here a couple times, and we've had drinks. We were always meant to go out, but I think out of like the four or five times that it's happened, we've only went out once because we just were comfortable and we were okay, and it was so much cheaper to go across the street to the bodega and get like liquor and beer, and then come back here and put on music and hang out than it was to like get on a tube, get on a bus, go to a bar, spend 60 pounds, deal with like weird drunk old gay men, and then, you know, just come back home and to feel crappy the next day. Bethany? I I feel like, um, I mean, not just for me, but I think there are, there were kind of, there are two kinds of people, but I think before people kind of floated. There are people that are like, they they crave going out and being social. Right. And then there are people that are complete introverts, a.k.a. Eric, or people like me who are like, "Mm, I could be suited to go out, but I do like to stay home. Well, for two years, basically, we were allowed to have an excuse to stay home. And some of us really became more, even more homebody-ish than than we were. So now it's like, if you you love going out, you went back out. But now the rest of us are like, "Mm, no, let's just stay home. Because everything's so much more expensive. Ubers are hard to find. Like, it's almost like going out and and planning activities on the weekends is like this insurmountable feat because of all the steps that that it takes, like finding a babysitter. If you have kids, like getting an Uber or... Did you say Ubers are hard to find? Yeah. They are. They are here now. Like, people just didn't want to Uber. They weren't getting paid well. Um, no, nobody wants to do it anymore. So Ubers are now harder to find. And I just, I don't know. I think, I think people found other ways to be at home and enjoy themselves that are less expensive and, and easier to manage. And that's what people want to do now. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, unless I can take my kid and it's during the day, like I'm, I'm going to be at home. And I, I think like the axe throwing and the retro games and, and other things like that, not to just pick on those, they're, they're gimmicks. Um, and gimmicks are often short lived because like once you've done it and taken your pictures, like you've done it. Yeah, I think it's cool for, it's cool for a little bit. Like it might be like the trendy thing to do. And then it probably just, yeah, dies out. And then people are like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, it's not cool anymore. I think the retro games are like always going to be a thing personally, but like the axe throwing, like that was very like game of Thrones. Do you know what I mean? So. I mean, uh, axe throwing, you're going to do that. If there's retro games or whatever, um, it's, it's an, it's a nice addition to a place you might like. And at the end of the day, the places that, that do the best, that don't have to rely on gimmicks are the places that have, you know, the best service, uh, the best atmosphere, Mm -hmm. the best location for you, um, the best drinks and, and food. So, and sometimes the gimmicks cover up for, for weaknesses in those spots. But I, I just noticed that, like, I didn't see anything in, in my feed anymore of people throwing things or whatever else. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think people want to do those things anymore. Or at least I, I haven't. I mean, when, when it was a craze here, I didn't really know anybody that did it. So let me ask you guys this. Um, we have also undergone a, a great uh, alcoholic transition. Not the, I mean, yes, the volume, I guess, but more so what we're drinking. So before mm. COVID, we had the summers of White Claw, and then you had every <laughs> every place and their brother and sister making a sparkling vodka, alcoholic seltzer, uh, and that's, a froze, whatever, all that stuff. There you go. <laughs> um. And some of that stuff is still pretty popular. I guess I guess High Noon is the new White Claw. But I have... And those things are fine. Like, if there was nothing else to drink, I would be totally fine drinking that stuff. But I I have looked for... I like beers. Um, and I go in and out of these phases. And I have noticed that we have gone pretty wild with, uh, with flavors with beers. Now, look... I, you know I, why though? I think because craft beer is like the new, like not new, but like the hip thing. And so because there's so many craft breweries, now they have to get really crazy with their flavors mm-hmm. to attract people because the market is so saturated. You're right. And and look, 
If I have a better alter, a tastier alternative than a Bud Light, I'll try it. But um, these flavors that I see, and I like fruity stuff. I think Philip knows. He's like, I always, I, <laughs> I still like. I like like my limeritas and I like fruity oh drinks. Margarita. I like so fru- gross. Give me give me a good mango martini anytime. So I like fruity stuff. Ew. But when I see like s- sour grapefruit fizz and like sour it, sour is a thing. Hate. So okay, so you're into the the sour craze, right? No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, that, wait, you mean, but I do I do like a high sa- noon. You mean everything is like sour? Is that what we're talking about? If I, if I, I almost went to um, Joseph's today. It's like Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I miss Joseph's. I, I almost okay. went to, because I keep looking for different beers to try. But one, I don't want to spend like $16 for a six pack where I'll, I'll drink half of one and go, this is disgusting, which I have done before. And I, I just go into these stores and... I have learned my lesson trying to get things that sound like delicious desserts, but really taste like shitty porters. It's like I need a fork to drink this. So I don't want those. And then everything else is like sour this, sour that. And it's very hard to pick things out. So, But Bethany's right. Like everybody is a microbrewery now and mm-hmm. you've got to be as creative as possible. So you just keep what? throwing things in there. I mean, to be fair, like before I left, literally um there were a lot of weird flavors and they all started coming out like seasonally like the christmas beers the 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 fall beers and they had like all these like summer shandies that had like all these weird like flavors why do you have like a a sparkling pink lemonade shandy first of all it's beer it's already carbonated so it's already sparkling but pink shandy lemonade beer it's like i don't know i guess it's always been weird to me so philip i will next time i go to a place i will take pictures because those things are completely elementary compared to some of the things that I look at and go, I just can't buy that. Really? Yeah. There are some wild flavors. And again, I, I, I like the sounds of a lot of these things, but then I think of how they will taste and the ones I've tried and it's just not appealing to me. I mean, we should go back to the days where there was like a good old mead and you got a mead and a big ass cup and you just dealt with it. (laughs) Philip, um, Candace, Candace made an appearance at Pride a couple weeks ago. What was she drinking? Candace, like my friend Candace? Uh, uh, no, I don't know who's who's your friend Candace. He's calling me she's, Candace. No, <laughs> no, like she's black. She's like a little bit shorter than me. She's married to a white guy. They just had a kid. Not like two, two yeah, that's ago. me. I don't know who that. <laughs> uh, no, well, Candace is drunk, Bethany. Oh, oh, right. Okay, let's get into that because that's what it used to be. That's fun. I know we named it. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, she had come over to my house when I had a party one time and like unleashed the beast. And I think at that point she she was dubbed Candace. Wow. Can I meet Candace someday? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Candace has a good time. Philip, did you hear anything about uh, how Pride Weekend went? No. Are we not doing Kiss My Dragon? Okay, you know what? Let me not right now. You know, you're you're recording this, so I'm just going to, because mm, I haven't talked to anybody about it, so I'm just going mm, to let that I'll go. T- I'll tell you we'll what talk about this later. Um, Please do. And I don't, I, don't ha- I don't have, like, a deep history with Pride by any means. Um, like, I'm not an expert. You would be an expert. Uh but it was weird because when I was there Friday night, I thought that Friday night was always like more of the adult night. Where it I was mean, like yeah, drag and drag and yeah, and craziness, yeah, right? And yeah, it was like yeah. so, it was so PG. Tame. It, Philip. it was very tame. It, like it was great for kids because there were a lot of kids there and it was like their first pride and like families were there and that was cool. Like, like I love that. Like that supporting afternoon? that. But like, no, night. No, I mean like Friday night. Yeah, it was. I think I told you, like, it was just weird. Yeah, it was very unsettling and unfamiliar and unusual from from past prides. Now, uh, the stage was 
big, but it was also like at Promenade Park uh, at the upper level. So people were really spread out as opposed to being squished like we were a couple years ago or in Levis Square, which seems like more conducive to a party. And I guess the sound bounces off the building, so it seems yeah. louder. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was also in a foul mood, but I'm glad Bethany agrees. And, and I think that was one of the other pieces of the puzzle besides you and Mandisa not being there to run things backstage or keep things going. Um, it was... So like, I, I knew she wasn't going to be there. So like, okay, okay. So low-key slash high-key. When I left, I said, I would love for this to continue because I think we've, we've made great progress. And for this to be something that we keep pushing and keep doing, we'll do nothing but grow because now it has like its, it has its legs, like it has some roots. And they're like, absolutely. And somebody specifically told me, I'm going to take over. And I said to myself, you may not be the person who should be taking over, but I know that you get your stuff done. Like you work hard. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. You make things happen. Get it done. Love it. And Mandy said that she wasn't going to do it anymore. And I was like, you know what? I understand that as well. Like you have a lot going on with your life and your, your, your situations. So like, fine. And then it came to my knowledge that like, they just scrapped it all and decided to go with like family fun day. And I, I don't understand that because of the big reason why we did that was a, to raise awareness, B to raise money and funds for whatever local charity that we could that helped LGBTQ youth. And to also make sure that we were inhibiting pride, which is not just gay pride, but Toledo pride. And I don't know, like, it's just, I don't live there anymore. I have no say so by any means whatsoever. So take everything I say with a grain of salt, but to hear that that is what happened, like that makes you really sad because not only me, but that crew that we had that was on radio in the morning, I'm not trying to like, you know, boast anybody, but a lot of us worked hard to make sure in conjunction with Little Pride that that night was the night that it was. One of the other things uh, that might have detracted from Friday night, I look, we are still in, in COVID times um, and there are still like there was a guy on a, I'm a, on a Jewish programming committee and there's an older gentleman who still doesn't eat with other people. Um, he is still playing it very safe and he is as boosted as you can be. So there, there's so caution out there. But the other thing, I wonder if the parade, which is one of the marquee events on the calendar, mm -hmm. like right up there with opening day and Komen and now Jeep yeah. Fest, I wonder yeah. if the parade has become so big, people have just focused their energy, and I mean people who want to do pride things that weekend, into that. Mm, I mean, that's dangerous. That's that's dangerous. I get it. The parade is a good thing, and I feel like it's a fun time. It's a joyous occasion, and it's a great way to get all the family and people out there together. But another big thing about what happened on Friday night was it wasn't just for the queer community. It wasn't just for families it was for our allies to show up in in the city and surrounding as well to help and to be a part of what we were doing i mean yes we got a little bit mental we got drunk we probably said some things we shouldn't have said we had some extra numbers from drag queens that probably shouldn't have happened but it was always very fun and we ended promptly and we kept it you know tamed <laughs> so i don't know again i'm not there not my say I feel really rude speaking about it, to be fair, because I know the people who are on Toledo Pride do work hard, but at the same time, like to let something that has such a momentum go like that, it's very disappointing. Maybe out of practice, too. It was two years away. So a lot of factors. And it's like, uh, no, I don't say, sorry, I'm going to break it real quick. It's like a bicycle. It's not out of practice. <laughs> like okay. when, you, when, you, when you get back to it and you see what's going on, you get on your SHIT. Can I cuss right now? I'm not like sure. Like, don't get me wrong. I think, I think, like, especially Saturday, because we went back down for the parade, which was amazing. And, like, Promenade Park was full impact, and that was great. Like, I think, I don't want to say Pride as a whole was a disappointment. It was just weird for me that the Friday night was tame, whereas, like, I'm, I was used to Friday night being, mm -hmm. like, crazy, like, adult yes. blowout. And then you yes. got to wake yeah. up and do it again on Saturday, but Saturday was, yeah. like, family day. So like it was it was just different and it was weird and I was like why isn't Friday night as exciting as as it was Saturday when I got there so that that was the only thing but I I think it was still successful I think Pride is still a, a huge staple of this community I just thought that the Friday part could have been bigger and more blown out than it was. Can, do you know what Candace wanted to unleash some f bombs 
Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. No. Off off of this podcast recording, I can probably tell you exactly why it is that way, and I respect it. I really, really do. But it's a selfish reason. So off of this, I will tell you what my opinion is. Uh, I'm. Is that, is that rude? Should, should I not no. do that? I'm so sorry. There, okay. there, there's another thing. I bet you another part of it was Prometica said, you know, this better not to get too raunchy. Sure, absolutely. I, no, 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 no. First of all, the 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 concerts in the park, and like sometimes, like when Shaka Khan was there, when some of those other people were there, those old black people turned BF up, and they made issues. They were smoking weed in the park, but not they the perform- were like drinking but, in the park, but not the performers. But it, I mean, it's one and the same. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you, you can't, you can't knickknack. That's that's. I don't know. Again, I'll tell you mine when you're not recording. Um. Yeah, we'll catch up about some other things. Last thing, uh, so we can justify Bethany's visit. Uh, I was fascinated that some of the students' excitement for the renovations were most focused on wider stairways at TSA. Oh, uh, that's because the traffic in this building is out of control or it was but that's awesome new staircase it is it's amazing and and yeah like i think the kids feel safer because they don't feel like they're gonna like it, it they they were squeezed like shoulder to shoulder sardines going up and down the stairs and they only have four minutes to get to class and we have four or five floors of building um so this yeah the stairwell is amazing now it is huge and uh I'm sure that they can maneuver about the building much better. <laughs> did uh, at your wedding last weekend? Did Jacob actually mean that I did a good job keeping him in a good place, or was he just he? No, he was very he was very sincere about it. Good, good, because I was I'm, like, I'm sorry. Whose wedding last weekend? Uh, my friend Lindsay's. Lindsay and Brad. Oh, I thought she meant yours. I was like, but aren't you already married? I was so confused. I'm <laughs> nope. sorry. I'm nope. so sorry. Continue. Not mine. So, okay, good. Because he said something to me on Saturday, um, and I wasn't sure if he was being facetious or not. Because and I, yeah, because I I I think I told you like I absolutely felt awful for him. He didn't want to be pulled in to the public discourse like that, where people could oh, say he did that, not deserve that that shit show. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty ugly. Um, is anybody doing anything this weekend? Or are we all going to sit on our couches? probably closing my pool and i'm really sad about it (laughs) but it's not gonna get it's not gonna get warm and we don't have a heater so it's it's just time to say goodbye how's josh's healing uh he's doing all right philip josh fell off the ladder did you hurt josh did you push josh off a ladder uh no but i watched him fall from the roof off of a ladder onto his ankle that i thought he broke into a million pieces daddy Philip, yeah, he's a hot mess express. What are you and Danny up to, to uh, tonight and this weekend? Um, well, I don't know, to be fair. Morning, photo the queen. shoot tomorrow. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I have a photo shoot tomorrow, and then I've been in classes all week, so I've barely seen Danny. I know that he's around here somewhere, trying to be quiet, because I'm doing this with you guys right now. But Speaking of photo um, shoots, we need to have a discussion. You and we I. We be off the air. It can, it can be off. Wait, no, 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 no. This we could have on air. What, what, what discussion we need to have? I'm here for what's happening. Listen, um, I, I, there was like a, a recent post that I saw, and I texted Eric that perhaps we need to have an intervention. <laughs> Wait, which one? Wait, are you talking about my story uh, the other morning? I, I don't know, but there. <laughs> Philip, she is finally embracing the body envy and anger at your DNA that I've always exhibited towards you. No, um, I just think like... You think what? Say it. Just say it. You're not going to hurt my feelings. If, speak if your you, mind. Speak if your you look, it's, it's a lot. And it, here's the like, <laughs> Sorry. My, like, when my eyes are assaulted, and it could be very early in the morning, like, it could be what I wake up to. And it's and it's well, not that I don't appreciate it because I very much appreciate the structure of your being. However, you. it's Question a mark. lot. Like it's it's so a lot to absorb. And I feel like maybe okay. like okay. maybe okay. maybe okay. do That's a post fine. maybe do a yeah. post where it's like a nice modest shot, and then we, oh, we can scroll okay. we can scroll 
for the the, the image where you're wrapped up in red yarn and basically naked. Like, but, but there needs but there needs to be a warning. Like, I can't I? I can't just wake up to that on the internet. So- I mean, I, I could put warnings on it if you would like me to. I would definitely do that. But also, like, I'm five hours ahead of you. So, like, what you wake up to the morning to, I'm full of in the afternoon with, you know? Like, you have to work with me on the situation. But you gotta understand that you're, like... you're a global entity now. And so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, I also have, like, my friends and family and normal Philip Instagram as well, right? Are you not friends with that one? No, I I only see the naked the naked Philip oh, Instagram account. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure and to like I said, follow you not, and to tag I'm you I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed. It's just a lot. Philip. Do you know what? That picture you're talking about specifically, actually, I had to Photoshop it because the person who took the photo emphasized There's a lot of things that lot. you have to Photoshop, Philip. I, I do because, you know, okay, fine. There's, we're gonna there's say a lot of blacking things out. There's a lot of shadows. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of darkening of shadows. Philip. Oh. I know. I know. I know. I see it. What I'm not, what I'm not hearing here is sometimes Maddie has my phone and she doesn't need to see that. What I am hearing here is I I, I, I have a phone addiction and I would like you to not be on there. I can't help That's myself. That's not what I'm saying. So you please That's stop what, what you're doing. That's not what I'm you saying. What? I just need, I my- need like a lead in. I need a lead into it. Can I tell you something? When I worked at Apple, my boss came to me on the floor and she said, can I talk to you, Philip?" And I said, yeah. And she goes, I'm just going to let you know this is about your Instagram. And I said, oh my God, I'm going to get fired from this. She goes, no, 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 no. She goes, I'm going to let you know that like, I love you, but I'm going to show you right now me unfollowing you. And she tapped unfollow in front of me. Oh. And you know, I said, you know Ouch. what? You know what, sis? You live your best life. That's fine. I'm okay with that. It's fine. So I mean, sometimes you have to and it's okay. But like, know that I still love you. And there's a, there's like a friendly family, a family friendly one that um I have as well. And it's like me and museums and doing stuff with Danny and going on trips with our friends. Like it's just normal Philip. It's just normal me, normal Philly T. I'm here for the dick. Yeah, picks. no, I'm not unfollowing. I'm not unfollowing <laughs> because I need because I need content to then send to Eric and be like, do we need to have a talk? Uh, it's do we need funny. To talk to Philip, wait, let, let me, we'll, we'll wrap up with this because I, I got this text from Bethany and, and let me, um, where is she in my phone? Bethany, 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 where are you? Wow, I'm not on the top. I'm no, hurt. Because uh, the last one is you and him. Hold on, let me find. I should be pinned at the top. Hold on, I'm let me pinned. scroll past the crude. All right, so, uh, okay, so yeah, yeah, the, she sends me, she says too far Sunday at six nineteen. It's the uh, it's the yarn one. To which I I replied the one where you are not dressed at all and sitting in a chair. Right, because that one's like, and then I'm also suckled with honey on one beneath that. So like, oh I know what's good, Bethany. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I what? I just want to make so, like, sure that I just want to make sure that you're being compensated. I am, and I'm safe, and everything's great. Like you need, you, you need to be what? properly comp- compensated for um, your uh, uh, account. Well, like we always said, you've been giving away content, right? I mean, but at the same time, like I, I draw a line. Like I'm not trying to make a career out of this. I'm not trying to like. It's just fun, and also like sometimes there is cash involved. Sometimes there is just like attire involved. Um, but like, I mean, I enjoy it, and literally. Sometimes these photographers just like message me and they're like, "Hey, I have some ideas. Do you want to try some stuff?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fine. Yeah, sure, they, why not?" They, they want to put their dick in your ass, and that's never going to happen. No, that it's is because you you find like the the, the uh what's that that Greek sculpture the the David um, um, Michelangelo the yeah. right right like like of course they want to of course they want to photograph you. <laughs> Words, Bethany. Words. Use them. Yeah, I, I mean, like it's okay. Well, you know what? I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna go to my 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 Philly T's Instagram, and I'm going to find Bethany, and I'm going to follow you, so that then okay. y- you and I can be besties on there. Be- Bethany and hello, follow done. Why is your account private? Uh, because I have a kid. You know. Fine. Understood. Respectable. How many crazies out here? So many. All right, everybody, have a good weekend. Philip, we appreciate the on-the-ground reporting of the death of yeah. the queen. 
Um, Absolutely. As I continue to see more of Irish Twitter, I will pass them along to both of you. <laughs> Listen, I will tell you something, Eric. Over the next couple of weeks, you will see some insane things happen. Um, I do have my classes until the time that we did this today. But, I mean, if you ever want to connect, I'm sure I have loads of opinions about what's going on in the city. I'll probably have some videos and some photos. My classes are in the center. So you never know who's going to show up. Who's just going to pop up and be in my face. So It was, it was Wednesday, I think. Um, and I forgot why I thought of it, but I was like, did we talk earlier this week before the Queen stuff? Uh, probably. We've talked a lot, actually, over the past few weeks, so yeah. Maybe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I was like, we haven't had Philip on in a while, but then I know you, you have been, you have been busy. So, but, um, look, I, I'm really, I mean, this is, this is just tragic. It's depressing that we, we had to call on you in a time of mourning. Um, you know, you're always welcome. We don't want to just have you on when a monarch dies. So <laughs> do you know what? I would tell you hundred percent, you will have me on. If I catch wind that Beyonce, Jay-Z and Blue Ivy are at the Queen's funeral, you, I'll have all the tea. I will have all the tea about what she wore, how she walked, and by oh, her. I can't wait. Beyonce. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Stay, stay tuned. Because I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend, Philip. Keep posting, posting the good stuff. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.